This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode. Guys, I just first and foremost have to say the pod is popping off. You guys are popping off with the podcast. Everyone's loving it. I'm super excited. I'm super happy about it. So with that being said, if you love this podcast, please be sure to rate it five stars, leave a review, post it to your story, share it with a friend, all that good stuff. Okay, so life update, but Dean and I officially moved to Toronto. We're officially in our new apartment. Everything's going so well. We love our apartment. It is very small. It's very small compared to my apartment in Pittsburgh. Also, the cost of living in Toronto is astronomical compared to Pittsburgh, but it's been so good. We love our gym. We love our apartment building. We love the people. I already made a friend. We're doing really well. The one thing I will say though is moving is a pain in the ass. It is literally so annoying and Dean and I for the past week have not felt settled because we've had shit all over the place. I'm finally sitting in our den right now recording this like on a desk with a chair and that we didn't think that was going to happen but because we have such little space in this apartment, we really have to maximize what we have. So Dean and I went to Ikea last week and we bought these two massive like wardrobe units and we are putting them in our den. And so (laughs) Dean and I spent the past few days building them. But one thing about Dean and I is neither of us are very that handy. Dean's going to be mad that I'm saying this. But basically, we accidentally messed up putting on the first piece, literally the first piece, we like messed it up. And we went to go try to put the door on the unit and it would not, it would not close. It would not close. It wouldn't work. We tried for like 30 minutes and all of a sudden I was like, that's a little weird that this piece is sticking out. Like, I don't really fully understand why there's a gap in the back of this unit and then there's a piece sticking out at the front so turns out we fucked up and dean was like the only way that we would be able to fix this and turn this piece around is if we completely took apart the wardrobe keep in mind it took us hours to build this wardrobe and we were like there's no there's actually no way that we're gonna be able to take this apart so i decided we should just get a saw and we should just saw off the front so if you saw my instagram stories i literally posted a video of dean using a saw to just saw off the front piece of this wardrobe unit so that our doors can close Honestly, it worked out amazing. Dean went to Home Hardware. He bought us a saw, bought us sandpaper. We sawed it off. We literally just dropped the unit and the doors fit perfect. Everything's good. So it worked out really well. But like 
that's just the most wild thing is that we decided instead of actually fixing it, we're just going to cut off the entire front piece and make it work. A lot of people have been asking me, how is living together? And to be fair, we did live together in Pittsburgh. It was just kind of a different situation, but honestly, I really love it. It's so good. He's my best friend. Us living together is the best thing ever. But I will say that one thing I've noticed with living with a boy is that all my girls will understand this, but sometimes you just feel uncomfy. Like you just feel uncomfy in your own body. Like sometimes my hair hurts, which doesn't really make sense, or my skin hurts, or my clothes aren't fitting properly. And I'm just kind of like in a weird mood. And I thought to myself, how am I supposed to explain to a boy that my triple XL sweatpants that I wear all the time are feeling more like a two XL instead of a three? Like, how am I supposed to explain to him that my oversized hoodie is not as oversized today as it was yesterday? Like, does any other girl understand what I'm saying? Like sometimes stuff just feels a little funny Then like sometimes like my scalp will hurt or like just like the ends of my hair don't feel right. Just weird stuff. And I'm like, how do I explain to a boy that that's why I'm in a bad mood? It's because like my coffee tastes a little bit different today or my clothes aren't fitting the exact same as they did literally yesterday. <laughs> or like, I don't, I don't know how I'm supposed to explain that to him. Speaking of clothes though, I've decided that in the year 2023, so this current year, I am going to dress sluttier. And I know that sounds funny. <laughs> I know people are like, what the heck? But I want to dress my age. I realize like I'm 25. I'm 25. This is the time I should feel the most confident in my body. I should be wearing strapless dresses. I should be wearing cute little outfits and I should really feel confident. And so that's one of my goals for this year is when I go out with friends and I go out to dinners, I want to dress up. I want to really wear like not turtlenecks all the time. I love a turtleneck. I love a chic turtleneck. Don't get me wrong, but I want to wear like a tank top that makes me feel good. And I want to wear a strapless dress. Dean and I, when we were in Pittsburgh, went to the Fairmont one night and I wore this red strapless dress and I have never felt hotter. And so I want to emulate that. I want to emulate that all year. I want to just wear stuff because it makes me feel good. I want to wear a short skirt. I want to wear like cute little corsets or tank tops that like, well, okay, this is another thing. Anyone who has small boobs and a smaller chest, can you please send me what tops you love? Because I dream of the day that I do not look flat in a bodysuit, but unfortunately that is not the case. And because I have oversized ribs and my ribs stick out, my ribs stick out further than my boobs do. And it's a whole situation and I'm so embarrassed by it. So if anyone with smaller chests have tops that you love that make the girls look good, please send it to me because I need, I need them like actually in this moment. But so that's our current situation. We started going to the gym again, started getting back into our routine. I've been feeling a little sluggish and a little not like myself. I think mostly because I'm so used to having a structure. I'm so used to having a certain routine that I follow. And I'm so used to going to solid core and doing all my workouts and having that really set regimented day-to-day schedule. And with a move 
that goes out the window. With a move, like we've literally been doing the most random stuff. We've been eating so late. Like we've been eating dinner so much later than we normally do. I've been sleeping a ton, which honestly is probably really good because I don't really sleep that much. So I've literally been sleeping till like 9 a.m., I'm recording this right now at noon, which we all know is actually crazy because normally I record at like seven in the morning. So just everything's kind of feeling a little bit lethargic and a little bit pushed back. And so with that, we finally are starting to get back into a routine. We're going to the gym. We love our gym. Absolutely love our gym. It's almost like a wellness type of club is like what they call it. There's a restaurant in it. There's a top golf thing in it. Like it's really, really nice. It's way too expensive. So luckily Dean and I got memberships with our apartment, but it's so, so nice. Also, your girl's back in school. We have a new semester coming up. I have my first class on Thursday and I have class again today and then all this week I had class yesterday. Like we're fully back in the swing of it and my brain is just not, it's not in it to win it right now. We're starting to talk about papers. We're starting to talk about dissertation and I'm like, we got it. We got to hold. We need to settle down a little bit because I do not have the mental capacity to think about school. So for anyone starting a new semester, we're manifesting all A's, 4.0, mental wellness. Like we are going to have the best semester ever. Just keep in mind it might take you a few weeks to start getting into the routine of it and getting into the grind of it. So don't be hard on yourself. We all got this. It's a bitch to start school again. But once you get back into the routine, normally it'll flow way better. Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, Anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC, all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, 
even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Okay, last thing before we actually fully get into this week's episode, but Dean and I were talking the other day and I was saying to him that one of the things I want the most in the world is to be one of those super mysterious girls. I want to be one of those girls that like no one really knows what she's up to and she kind of just pops up once every six months and does something really cool. Like I want to be one of those girls. I want to be one of those girls that everyone's like, oh my God, like what's Brienne doing? We don't know what her life is like. We don't know what she's up to. She just looks really cool. Like, I want to be one of those girls. However, I have realized that I cannot shut the fuck up. Like, anything that is a big event in my life, normally I don't actually really tell people. So anything with Helfrich Collective or any big thing happening with the podcast or with school, I keep it quiet until it actually comes to fruition. But little day-to-day things, I have to give everyone a freaking play-by-play. I literally give everyone a play-by-play of my entire day. I call my mom all the time and I'm like, hey, just so you know, I left the gym four minutes ago at 7.53. I went up the elevator. I got to my floor. I opened the door at 8.02. Like, I literally will give everyone a full play of my day. And so there's no way I can be this mysterious girl because everyone knows exactly what I did. Everyone knows exactly what I ate for the day. Everyone knows how many coffees I had. Everyone knows the amount of text messages I sent, the amount of hours on my computer. Like I literally love sharing all of that. And so I can never be that mysterious girl. But I always say that big events, like I said. So when Dean and I do end up getting engaged, People will probably not hear about it for like a month. Probably like a month, we'll keep it quiet, no one will know, and then all of a sudden I'll pop up and be like, hey, (laughs) just an FYI, this happened. Or when I first moved to Pittsburgh, no one knew. And that's kind of my own fault and like makes me kind of shitty, but I really did not tell anyone. I told obviously like the people really, really close to me, but no one else knew. And all of a sudden I was getting messages and everyone was like, hey, like, are you, do you live there? Like everyone was so confused. No one had any idea. When I moved to Arizona, same thing. No one really knew. Dean and I just moved to Toronto. I had so many messages the other day when I posted that we're here and everyone's like, wait, what? We didn't know that you moved. And so that's kind of the way that I do things. I don't know why, but if you want to know 
an in-depth day-by-day play of my life, I will share it with everyone. Like, I just love doing it, especially on voice memos. I will literally send my friends voice memos describing every single thing that I've done for the day. And like in real time, like the minute it's happening, I feel the need to share it with every single person. So long story short, I don't think I'll ever be one of those mysterious girls that no one knows what she's doing because I literally just can't shut the fuck up and I have to share everything with everyone all the time. Okay, so getting into this week's episode, I asked you guys on Instagram what topics you wanted to hear, and this was one of the topics that constantly came up, and I think it's such an amazing one. So first and foremost, I want to talk about the lucky girl trend that's circulating on TikTok and Instagram, and basically, if you don't know what this trend is, it's literally just having the mindset that you're always lucky. It's having the mindset that you are the luckiest person and every single thing that happens to you is because you're so lucky. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N ads.com. And I mean, I always preach to you guys this, but it's literally just blind confidence. That's what this trend is. It's having confidence in yourself and it's basically just changing our outlook on situations and it's knowing that everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to and every time something happens to you you're like wow I'm so lucky you're basically showing gratitude for the situation and we all know that the universe rewards gratitude and the universe rewards a positive outlook and that's going to increase your quote-unquote luck And so that's what this trend is. And I've really been trying to adopt this lately and everything that's been happening. I'm like, wow, this is so amazing. This is so lucky. I'm so thankful for this. And I'm not even shitting you. So many, so many things have happened. I've been having this mentality and the podcast hit 18 on the US charts, which we weren't even like close on the charts. And now this is happening. And I really honestly think that this trend is a really good thing simply for the fact that it changes your outlook. It changes the pathways in your thinking and it makes you look at the situation in a better light and a more positive way, which ultimately is going to enhance your day-to-day life because as we know, like attracts like. You put out a positive energy, you're going to get it right back. And that's exactly what this trend is embracing and showing. And that's something that we all should be incorporating way more into our daily life. With that being said, this trend emphasizes the importance of being present day to day. And this was one of the questions that I got asked a ton on the podcast Instagram and one of the topics that got brought up a lot. But a lot of people wanted to know, how do you stay present 
day to day and not focus on the future, but also not focus on the past. Okay, so getting back into it, being present. My biggest thing with being present and really being in the moment is you have to enjoy the journey. I'm going to give tips later on in this episode on how to actually be present, but I really want to just talk about enjoying the process and enjoying the journey because when I was in quarantine, I worked out like crazy. I worked out multiple hours a day. I worked out constantly and I told myself that once I lost a certain amount of weight or once I got my dream body, I would be a lot happier. I told myself that once I achieved this vision that I had for myself, I would not have as much anxiety and my body image issues would go away. And literally once I lost a shit ton of weight and I actually achieved what I was trying to achieve, my anxiety heightened and my body image issues definitely got way worse. And honestly, the reason for that is because I was so hyper fixated on this end goal and I wasn't working on myself every single day to get better. I was focused on what I would feel when I finally reached what I thought was going to make me a lot happier. And instead, I wasn't focused day to day on making myself better. I mean, did I want to wake up every single day and work out a shit ton? No. Absolutely not, but I felt like I had to. I felt like it was a chore and I started to hate it. And eventually that's what led me to my massive breakdown that we all know about. And it led me to really have to be present and deal with my shit in that moment because the whole time I was pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off, thinking that achieving something in the future was going to make everything in the current situation and everything in the present a lot better. And it didn't, as we all know. And I finally reached that goal. I was burnt out. I was way more depressed than I ever was. And that's what forced me to have my massive breakdown. And that's what forced me to really sit with myself and be like, okay, fuck, how are we going to change this? One of the things that I've learned with having goals, and I'm not saying don't have goals, obviously have goals, that's not what I'm saying, but we have to truly live in the moment because once you reach your end goal, life keeps going. I mean, think about a wedding, for example. People spend a ton of time focusing on a wedding and prepping for it and getting ready for it. And then you hear everyone say when the wedding's over, they're like, oh shit, now what? Like the wedding's over. It was one day. You wake up the next day, you keep going. And so it's about building those habits every single day and being in the moment every single day so that when this end goal is achieved, you can wake up the next day and you can keep going. Imagine reaching an end goal that you've had and something that you've always wanted to achieve. And when you finally get it, you aren't mentally there because you're thinking about like, what's next? What am I going to do next? And I'm preaching to you guys, but I'm saying, do as I say, not as I do, because I do this all the time and it's the shittiest feeling. 
So for example, when I first started Hellfridge Collective, before we even launched our first item, I said to my parents, I was like, my white whale and the person that I would literally dream of having my sets would be Haley Bieber. And so after the Forb conference, when she actually got the set and I saw her with the set in the video and we've all heard about this, I've talked about it before, but when that happened and everyone was going crazy and they're like, this is so cool. I was not mentally there. I was not mentally in that moment anymore. And I wasn't actually taking it all in because I was thinking, okay, that's been achieved. Now what am I supposed to do? Like I was thinking, okay, Hailey Bieber's got the set. That was my end goal. That was literally the top of the top for what I wanted. And now where do I go next? Like now what am I supposed to do? something that I've been wanting for so long just got achieved and I need to keep going. And so in that moment, Dean literally sat me down. He sat me down on our bed and was like, you need to sit here for a minute and stop thinking. And you need to realize that Haley fucking Bieber owns your brand. Haley fucking Bieber has your brand with her and sit here and be proud of it for a moment. And he was like, take today Take today to really feel everything that you need to feel in this exact moment of accomplishing something that you've worked really hard for, and tomorrow you can start grinding again. But you're going to take today and really just fucking be proud of it. And so that's literally what I did. And if it wasn't for him, I would have probably not felt the emotions that I should have felt for achieving this moment and I would have just pushed past it and kept going and been like yeah whatever okay what what am I supposed to do now like let's keep going and because of him I actually got to realize and I got to really see like I just accomplished one of my biggest goals that I set for myself And then that also gave me more confidence. I started feeling like, oh shit, maybe I actually kind of know what I'm doing. Like maybe I'm actually doing a good job. And then when I started grinding again the next day, I went way harder because I had more confidence in myself and I realized I can literally do anything because (laughs) I took the time to really be in that moment when I achieved this goal that I've always wanted. Okay, so enjoying the journey is super, super important. If you hate what you're doing all the time, you're never going to feel fulfilled when you finally reach that end goal. But how are you going to be more present? How are we going to really focus on the now instead of the future end goal that we have or instead of hyper fixating on the past? One of the things I'm going to say is put your phone away. That is the biggest thing that I feel takes me out of the present moment because I'm so hyper fixated on what everyone else around the world is doing. Not only does being on social media give me such bad anxiety and cause me to compare myself to people and not feel as good, but it really takes away from being where I am right now in the moment that I am. And when I go out for dinners or I spend time with Dean, I'm really going to try this year to put my phone away. Put my phone away. Don't be on social media. Don't be texting and just really live in the moment. I also just think about any time that I'm with a friend having coffee or even a time when Dean and I are sitting on the couch watching TV together and my phone's away and I really 
focus on the fact that like I'm very in this moment, once it's over, I feel so much more fulfilled. I feel so much happier and I want to say so much more full and like whole as a human. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just feel way better after those moments than I do if I were to have those moments and then constantly check my phone or text other people. Like being in that moment with that person or people at a party, wherever, and not focusing on contacting and being in contact with a whole bunch of other people, I feel so much better and I feel so much I mean you're more present you're more present you're more in the moment and then I leave and I'm like wow that was so fucking good that was so good I loved every part of it I know everything that happened I felt so included and I really just loved having that time off my phone away from anxiety and having a good wholesome moment Okay, so now we're probably all thinking, amazing, phone's away, we're doing well. However, my mind is constantly thinking about stuff that happened in the past. And that's something that I do a ton too, so you're not alone in that. But I'm going to say, you need to block it out. Hard and fast rules, you got to just block out the past. I mean, learn from your mistakes, whatever happened, happened, and move on. Realize that we're all human. We're all human. We've all done fucked up shit. I mean, the stuff that I've probably done in junior high, I'm not too proud of. I don't enjoy it. But we're human. We all do messed up things sometimes. And you need to forgive yourself. You need to forgive others. And you need to move on. If you don't forgive yourself for past mistakes or you keep reminiscing on the past, you're only hurting yourself. I mean, just think about it. If you are constantly thinking about an ex and how they did you wrong or a friend that was mean, you aren't hurting them in any way. Like they don't know what's going on in your head. And honestly, they probably don't give two shits if you're constantly thinking about them and hyper fixated on it. And you're only causing more damage and more suffering to yourself. I mean, I'm just thinking about it right now. Like if one of my exes was constantly thinking about me. I don't care. I mean, I'm over here living my life with the person that I'm going to marry, having a great time. I don't give two shits that they're constantly hyper fixated on something. And it's the exact same with every situation. Once we realize that our habits and our thought patterns will only directly affect us, your outlook on life is going to be very different. Once I realized that my way of thinking and what I am doing on a day-to-day -day basis to make myself better, it's only going to affect me. Indirectly, it can affect those around you, but hyper fixating on the past is not affecting anyone else besides your own mental stability. It's really only affecting you. And we are going to try our best to really keep that in mind and really try and alter those thought patterns and that way of thinking because ultimately it'll change your outlook on life and it'll really change your way of living. I mean, to be honest, I'm embarrassed by like 90% of the things I've done. Like I'm embarrassed by the shit I did yesterday. So 
I just try and block it out. I honestly try and block a lot of things out. And when I woke up today, I was like, I don't even know that girl yesterday. I don't know her. I don't associate with her. We're starting fresh. We're starting new. And I honestly think that that's a really good way of starting your day is being like, today's a new day. It's a new start. We're starting fresh. I don't know her from yesterday. I don't know her from seventh grade. I don't know her from high school. I don't know her from when she dated that boy or dated that girl. Like, I don't know her. And starting fresh, starting new, and realizing that you are probably a very different person now than you were in those past situations. Okay, another way that we're all going to be present this year is I want you to sit down and write out a list of things that you're thankful for in this exact moment. This exact moment where you are, nothing in the future, nothing in the past, literally just right now, things that you're thankful for. And if you don't want to sit down and write it out, you don't have to. If you're at the gym and you're walking on the treadmill, you can literally just start listing things in your head. If you're driving, you can say things out loud. Just Reminding yourself to be thankful for your current situation will help you to be a little bit more grounded and really stay in the present moment. But if you do find your mind starting to wander, this is a grounding exercise that my therapist gave me and I've talked about it before on the podcast, but I'm going to bring it up again because I love it. But one of the things that you can do is when you find that you're starting to kind of think about the past, think about the future, really have your mind kind of go all over the place and you really want to be present, be grounded. What you do is you look around and you find five things that you can see. So for me right now, I would say my computer, my pencil case, my podcast mic, my photos, and my coffee cup. And then you do four things you can touch. So my desk, my podcast mic, my coffee cup, and my book. Then you think of three things that you can hear. So I can hear the fan from my computer, I can hear the recording, and I can hear my own voice. Then you would do two things that you can smell. So I can smell my coffee and I can smell my candle. And then the last thing that you would do is one thing you can taste. So I could take a sip of my water bottle right now and I could taste my water or I could take a sip of my coffee and I could taste my coffee. But this is a technique that my therapist gave me to basically just really get yourself in the current situation and in the current moment when you find yourself anxious or your mind starts to wander or you really are trying to root yourself back in the now. I don't know if there's actually a name for it, but I'm just going to call it the 54321 method. So if you try it, please let me know what you think about it. But I just really want to emphasize to everyone that this year, we're all going to try and be a little bit more present. I honestly, honestly believe that being more present will help with anxiety. It will help with obsessive thoughts, and will just all around help us to be a little bit happier. I know that a lot of my anxiety stems from hyper fixating on stuff that has happened in the past 
or obsessively thinking about what ifs that could happen in the future. And over Christmas, when I really tried to just be more present and I didn't have school or I didn't have exams, I didn't have a lot of stuff with Healthridge Collective that I had to do, I didn't record any podcast episodes, and I just really got to spend every day living for that day, I felt a lot of anxiety kind of flush off my body. And so I really think that just trying to be more present, be more thankful, do the lucky girl trend. They call it the lucky girl syndrome. And just trying to have that mentality will really, really help all of us as we go into this new year. Obviously, it's easier said than done. Obviously, it's a very, very hard thing to always be in the present, always be in the now. But try when you find yourself kind of going out of that moment to use the 54321 method to start listing off things you're thankful for in that exact moment, to put your phone away, to sit and meditate, to really just try and ground yourself because I honestly think it'll make all of us feel a lot better. And I am making a promise to all of you right now that when I spend time with Dean and we watch our show or I'm out with friends, I'm really gonna try and put my phone away and just live in the moment. I think that's honestly the biggest thing that I need to do this year to really just be present because the absolute worst thing is when I leave an event or I leave like a dinner or something of that sort and I kind of think to myself, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like what, like what just went on? I have no idea. And even if I'm sitting at dinner with Dean, for example, and we're not even talking, we don't have anything to really share, just sitting there and looking around the restaurant and taking in everything in my surrounding honestly just makes me feel a lot happier when I do that. So that's something that I'm really, really, really going to focus on this year because as we all know, 2023, guys, it's the year of mental stability. We're moving our way up. We're being happier. We're being more mentally stable. We're being more present. But that is this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please, please go comment on the graphic that's posted on the podcast Instagram. Please share the episode with a friend, rate it, review it five stars. If you hate the podcast, please don't rate it or review it. (laughs) But thank you guys so much. Don't forget that we also have a podcast group chat if you want to join that. Also, massive thank you once again to Athletic Greens. I am so thrilled that we have a sponsor. So please check that out in the show notes below and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.